Hello, I'm author Mark Muncy. And I'm author Erica Lance. And this is Eerie Travels. Greetings, travelers. Greetings, travelers. Yes, it is the most wonderful time of the year. The no, haunted... it's not Halloween anymore, Mark. It it's... Is the... <laughs> That's true, yeah. No, we are in the haunted holidays. Ooh. Yeah, and... welcome to December when we yes. got... Oh, man, we've got so much coming this month, gang. Please stick with us. I think you're going to be very... Very happy with content. And for those of you who've stayed with us so far, this has been an amazing year. Oh, my it gosh. Has. It's just been a crazy wild yeah. ride. But yeah, and we do have to announce that coming in January, we will have the Eerie Travels Patreon that's going to have a bunch of stuff, including episodes you can only get if you're a Patreon member. So. Yeah. Um, more will come from that um, and announced in how you sign up, but it's being formulated by the amazing Bo Lake, who is here with us on this episode today. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. Hey, Bo. How are yes. you? Oh, I'm great. I love that it's haunted holidays. It's the only holiday I celebrate. Right. Exactly. This is the dark of the year. This is when it is this, you know, the darkest nights, the longest nights. You know, since we've had time change, it's sundowns at noon i'm loving this yeah, yeah so. um I, sundown's not at noon that's just when you keep falling asleep but oh, anyway okay. <laughs> that's nap time it's nap time but today we get to talk about our favorite holiday horror movies and what we're watching this holiday season which is exciting yeah i mean it's one of those everybody always brings it up like you know for, for halloween we well we did the our favorite horror movies and then for we did what books to read and all that and we thought hey there was we were discussing ideas for episodes this month and it was a lot of oh well we've got to do Krampus Noct yes that's coming and then we've also got to do uh, episodes on you know this thing and that thing and I'm like oh there's this movie there's that movie that discusses that and then we were like wow there there are an awful lot of holiday horror movies there are. And I, I do want to, before we even get started, clarify something that's near and dear to my heart that is not a horror movie, but I'm just going to lay this out there, listeners. And I don't. Here I, it comes. Here it comes. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It Done. is. <laughs> Done. It is a Christmas movie. I'm laying it out. We can move on from there. I don't care. This can be up there with the vampire thing where I just piss off everyone. That's hard. No, I, if it I, takes I, place during Christmas, it is a Christmas film. It is a Christmas seasonal film. That's I like Gremlins is, Gremlins is also on my list. So Christmas do you want to jump in and start there? Oh, let's let's go ahead and start. Yeah, let's gang. We're already rolling. We're we're a few minutes so, into the episode. So I consider Gremlins a holiday horror movie. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, because that's the present, the gremlin, the mogwai is given as a Christmas present right. by his grandfather. And there's the, the big scene with the Christmas tree. There's a there's snow plows. There's all the winter stuff, which I always thought was funny because they're always like, don't get them wet. But yet there's snow everywhere. Why didn't that work? <laughs> you just yeah. broke the whole movie. It's broken now. And oh, 
<laughs> I still love my Peltzer Perfect Pet. Yeah, I have to, you know, the one thing I will say about Gremlins, so just for everybody who may not know what this is, which if you're a horror fan and you don't know what this is, it makes me sad. But like with our horror episode, obviously we're going to discuss movies. If there's ones you think we should watch, let us know. Give us a comment. Send us an email through your website. We've watched some of the movies that were already told to us. But Gremlins was made in 1984. There was a series of horror movies made in the 80s where they used puppets or um, animatronics or people in rubber suits in the case of aliens. There is, wasn't a lot of what was considered CGI back then, right? And, oh, no, no. This is way before that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this particular movie still holds up. I mean, it's a little bit dated in some parts, but it still holds up because all of it was done with these little puppet guys, right? And they even led into things like Killer Clowns from Outer Space and stuff like that. They were still just that same production team, special effects team, which is a lot of early, some of the best. I'll, I'll get to KBFX and all that. Later goes on to do things like Walking Dead and all that. Well, back to the holiday horror movies, Mark. What's one on your list? Okay, now this is my absolute favorite. I'm doing this opposite. Normally, I always build up to my favorite. I want to do this one just because I consider this must-watch Christmas movie. And that is a movie called Rare Exports. And this is one I love sharing with people. It came out in 2010, and it's called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. And it was from Finland. Okay. And the way they did it is these basically these people are living near this big mountain in Finland. And a mining company is digging into the mound. And they actually discover the secret behind Santa Claus. And I Ooh. don't want to give too much more away. Because two little local boys are basically spying on the workers. They they do the ignore the keep out signs because they're boys. It's what you do. And they go to where the mining is going on. And, oh, it's, it's crazy. And then, you know, they've got a wolf trap suddenly captures a skinny old man. Okay, stop. You're giving away too much. Stop giving away. <laughs> that's where we're going to leave don't, it from there. Don't tell them about the skinny old man. Well, that's where we start. Like I said, that's where they start realizing there's more to this. And it's they really dig into all the folklore of Finland, which we are doing on our Krampus Knock episode. So I don't want to discuss too much more than that. Just do yourself a favor. Watch Rare Exports. You will be very happy you did. It is English for the most part. It is Swedish at the start with English subtitles. But it is English most of the movie. Very cool. Bo, what about you? What's one of your favorite holiday horror movies i had trouble with this because i'm not a christmas movie kind of person i've always been called a grinch because i'm not you know i don't vibe with christmas um in our family we call it family day because my brother and i are um um, like sad children so we don't call it christmas um but (laughs) i'm agnostic so i don't call it christmas either i just call it yeah solstice i was thinking about it and i was like it doesn't have to have Christmas in it. It can just be wintry. Yeah. So my choice, and I'm going to get reamed for this because people are going to say it's not a Christmas movie, but I say The Shining. Hey. Oh, yeah. It's got that feel. It, it has that. Christmassy vibes. There's uh, cozy Christmas sweaters. There's snow. 
There's blood in the hallway. You know, it's all very Christmassy. It's all very Christmassy. I love <laughs> that you said that. All very Christmassy. No, I think that that's, that's absolutely a Christmas movie. And, you know, it's uh, there is a follow-up to that movie that I actually enjoyed, which is Dr. Sleep. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Sleep is very good. Very good. Yeah. And um, that has Ewan McGregor in it. And uh, just, I'll take that, please. So handsome. He's so So handsome. handsome. Okay. So for me, my next one that I want to bring up is actually one that has been remade three times. Oh, my goodness. And it is a sorority girls being chased by slasher kind of flick. So it's fun. But the first one, look at Mark. I'm initiating the Wayback Machine. We're going to go. I'm loving this. Yes. Okay. So everybody hold on to the Wayback Machine. We should get Carrie to draw us the Wayback Machine. The Wayback Machine? All right. That may go on the list. Yeah. Bo, make a note. Carrie's got to draw us the Wayback Machine. So it is called Black Christmas. Oh, see, that was on my list. So, yes. And Black Christmas. The first one was in 1974. Mm-hmm. Then they That's remade what it. I was going to bring up. So, uh-huh. Well, that happens a lot. And then there's one made in 2006. Yep. And then there was one made in 2019. So I think that if you're going to watch these travelers, you should start with the 1974 one and just do a movie marathon and watch all three of them. Oh, yeah. But it is a sorority slasher you know kind of atypical thing but it's sent around christmas time so that one i think is it's pretty fun very fun okay mark all right so a new kind of genre that i really enjoy it's been big over the last couple years is where santa claus is a badass oh i bet this is on my list too go for it so there have been a couple that have come out and one was the big one on Netflix last year, which was violent night with David Harbor. Oh, I love that. That was the one on my list. Okay. Great, great movie. I liked the one just a year or two before called fat man with Mel Gibson. Oh, I don't know if you've seen that one. I did see that one and I almost put it on my list, but Violent Night was, I had to. Violent Night's, I think, the better film, but I really like Fat Man mostly because of Walton Goggins. I love Walton Goggins. He's such like a horror staple. He is so good. And I love him on Righteous Gemstones as Billy. But uh, in this, he's a hitman hired by a kid who got coal in his stocking to kill Santa Claus. And we've got Mel Gibson as Santa, who's retired. He doesn't have supernatural powers in this one. He's just got a gun and he's a badass. And I love it. I do like Violent Night, but I think this one is really good. Well, if you are a Stranger Things fan, and we haven't done a Stranger Things episode, but that is something we're going to do. We did talk to Joe Davidson, who was in, in Stranger Things, but we have some surprises coming up. And our um, friends Jay and Chris, the girl, just went to the locations that they're tearing down now that they're getting near the end of Stranger Things. Follow Jay, Tampa Jay yeah. and Chris, the girl. Yeah. But if you're a fan of Stranger Things, I, I think you'll be a fan of Violent Night because, you know, characters, fun. Oh, David it. Harbour is just awesome in it. He is my fave. Okay. Bo, do you have any more you want to add? I'm putting you on the spot before we continue. I do have one more, okay. and that is The Thing, the original oh, one, oh, not okay. the remake. It takes place in the snow. 
So yeah, there's snow in it. Yeah, dogs. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's great. Very it's Christmasy. Holiday. <laughs> it is a holiday it's, treat. It is definitely a, an Antarctic holiday treat. <laughs> <laughs> I well, like you. Don't, you don't want like a gross dog for Christmas, because I do. Hey, listen, I am a big fan of Resident Evil, and I, which is not a holiday movie, but the dogs in Resident Evil, rawr, they're oh, so cute and cuddly. So one of my next ones that I want to bring up is a fun one, and these listeners are not in a particular order. It's just fun holiday movies. Enjoy so this I don't know if you've seen this one, either one of you. The Gingerbread Man. Which one? <laughs> so this was in 2005. And okay. the premise yeah. of the story is that a serial killer's ashes get mixed in with gingerbread cookie mix. Yes. And it comes to life kind of like, it's almost like a child's play spinoff in a way. It's a slasher film, but it's got a, a fairly large gingerbread cookie that is when food attacks on eerie travels yes <laughs> so at the gingerbread man 2005 it is just as horrible and wonderful as you would think it would be from what yep. i have told you about this yep. because it has all the typical slasher tropes in it but it, you're being attacked by a giant decorated gingerbread cookie with a knife so is it like cgi or a guy in a costume what's going on it is more sort of in between it's it's, it's, it's between. there are some practical because it was cheaper to do practical but there is some cgi in it there is it's just it is one of those ones where i feel like you should grab a cup of cocoa maybe with a shot or two of whiskey in it and just enjoy the terribleness that is the gingerbread man <laughs> well I've, all right, so we're going to go in the Wayback Machine for my next one. The only way to survive this one, though, is with the help of either Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks. Okay. It is just sometimes called Santa Claus, but it is generally called Santa Claus versus the Devil. It's Santa Claus, with the help of Merlin the Magician, has to defeat the evil machinations of Pitch, who is the Devil. And it is just this little guy in a red suit, literally with horns, the classic devil. I want to say it was made in Mexico, somewhere South America. And it's quite possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So That sounds know, like, uh, like the Avengers of seasonal movies, because that has like everybody in it. What a crossover. Oh, it's it's so weird. And like Santa lives in a castle on a cloud over the North Pole and he's got like cameras everywhere watching kids. It's like big telescope stuff. And Merlin's the one who gives them all the magic stuff to survive. And there's this one girl who wants a doll and, and all that while yeah, there's some kid living with him for some reason, it doesn't make sense. And he keeps giving him drinks. And I'm like, is he feeding him some sort of crazy drink just so the kid will shut up? <laughs> is, it, is he giving him NyQuil? Yeah, just to shut this little kid up. And then, of course, the devil has none of this. So his minion pitch comes out to stop the plans. And it's right up there with Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Is that just one of those terrible, terrible movies that only Mystery Science Theater can save? And Rift Tracks did a hell of a job with it, too. So definitely check those out when you just want to turn your brain off and have some fun. 
I'm going to have to check that out because that sounds terrible. And and Travelers, any of these movies, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are on them. There's a quote from it was like uh, the, the little evil dolls like, why don't you steal us? We can be yours. And then the little girl's like, no, I know stealing is bad and I want to be good. And then the evil oh. dolls like, but you must learn to steal. <laughs> and it's just one of those scenes that just it just keeps going. And it's just like, you know, stealing is bad. And then the evil doll's like, well, then you'll never have a doll. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so wow. terrifyingly terrible. Wow. 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 That's what I'm going to say about that. Speaking of that, were there, let's jump a little bit, but what were the movies that kind of scared you as a kid? The holiday movies. Oh, the holiday movies that had like a scary thing in them? Well, because uh, I, I look at like, no offense, but Nightmare Before Christmas can be scary for some children. I love that. But what always surprises me is one of the kids' favorite things in that movie is the Oogie Boogie. And he's the bad, oh, yeah. scary guy. But there's a couple scenes with him and the maggots and stuff that as a small child, I would be afraid of. I mean, it came out when I was an adult, so I can't, you know, say I was scared when I was a kid. But they had a lot of claymation movies when I was. Oh younger. yeah, yeah. Those those had some. Are moments. you talking about like the Rankin and Bass ones, like Rudolph and yes. Frosty and stuff? Yes. Which one scared you? Well, I there was one with Jack Frost that Jack Frost was a little bit creepy to me as a small child. I mean, I can tell you what the most scary, terrifying movie to me when I was a kid that was a holiday movie that would be the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was that that was what well, was the star wars holiday special i'm sorry star wars holiday special it's actually for wookie life day as we go to the planet of kashik and meet chewbacca's family and there was so much in that that is just terrible yes isn't there like singing in that like dancing oh, yeah. Chris, like it's very Chris of Fisher its time out of her mind so she's singing in it and as and she's singing so terribly they keep raising the volume of the music to to tone her down. But of course it does give us B Arthur singing and I mean oh no 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 we're not going into a holiday special. The thing about it as a huge Star Wars fan, right? And it came out when I was very small was it and I won't say it scared me like a nightmare scared me, but they did so terrible with it and everything that was happening I was just, it was a horrible experience for me as a child. Uh, I'm still traumatized. Six-year-old six me saw one because everything was cashing in on Star Wars. I want to say this was like 77, 78. There was a Cosmic Christmas. Okay. It was an animated movie. And it was done Bakshi animation style, but it wasn't Bakshi, I don't think. I'm going to have to do some, I know it was a Nelvana so, but all I remember was this kid had a pet goose named Lucy. And then these three aliens show up and they look like basically the Magi from a Christmas legends. And they're trying to find the meaning of Christmas. And there's a kid who wants to eat the freaking goose. And it's like the kid's best friend. And it's a bully kid trying to kill the goose. And that just terrified me as a child. And I had nightmares about it for years and could not remember it. And finally, I saw it on video one day, working at a video store in the 80s, and I was like, oh, that's it! That's my nightmare! <laughs> so, 
So you saying that just reminded me of all that. That's so, funny. Because... I wonder if that's available to stream somewhere. I'm gonna, I may have to pull that one up because goodness. Oh, it was I about definitely... 30 minutes. It wasn't a long thing. It was like a full half hour Christmas special. I just remember the aliens having Christmas dinner and there is a freaking turkey. But yes, the goose survives. But it was. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you know, okay. So one more. I'm going to do one more. But I do want to throw in a little bit of an honorable mention because. It is a holiday movie. It is not one for the December holidays, but I think it it warrants on so many levels our utter admiration and respect, which is Thanksgiving. <laughs> the new one? Yes. <laughs> I, I watched it and the Bruce Campbell new one, Black Friday, where uh, demons and zombies attack a store on Black Friday. And, and there's that new one too coming out or just came out that was just called Thanksgiving that's based on like the old Eli the Eli Roth yeah thanks Eli Killing. Roth yeah, like yeah, Grindhouse. Yeah. That was Ugh. one of my favorite trailers from that. Although that just leave because now we've had Machete. Yeah, love Machete. The other one, but now we just need the last two, which was Edgar Wright's Don't. Yes. And and then the only other fake trailer in that movie that hasn't been made was the She Wolves of the SS from Rob Zombie, starring uh, Nicolas Cage as Fu Manchu. <laughs> Honestly, only Rob Zombie and Nicolas Cage could make that movie, and yes. I want it really bad. Yeah, that, that would be great. But that that's not uh, Christmasy at all. But <laughs> no, I don't know how you guys got onto that Grindhouse. Grindhouse, Grindhouse. It was a, I, it was I, a know, but... I followed it. I knew where we were going with that. So okay. I am going to throw out one that is from 2016, which is actually an anthology of different short horror films. Mm. Well, two of them are around the holiday season of, I believe, Christmas and New Year, which is called Holidays. Mm, don't know that one. That yeah, and. And so they have they have one for like Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day. So we could use this at every single holiday we want to talk about. But the Christmas one is pretty effing scary. I'm not going to lie. It is it is very creepy. So it's called Holidays. It was made in 2016. And it's an anthology movie. And everyone should watch and be thoroughly creeped out every holiday. That's That's what I think. What All about right. you, Mark? What is one you want to throw in before the break? Before the break, uh, this was done. Joe Bob Briggs did this one a couple years ago, hosting it, and I hadn't seen it in a long, long time. I'd actually kind of forgotten about it. It's basically the proto Home Alone, and was called Dial Code Santa. Okay, and it's about a kid. It's basically Home Alone, only the kid's rich, and it's brutally violent. And I, I think it was called Deadly Games in the U.S. It's uh, also known as Game Over at one point in the U.S. as well. There's a guy who dresses as Santa Claus to try to kidnap this kid. But the kid goes all Rambo. I mean, he literally puts the camouflage paint on and totally fighting this evil Santa Claus that's breaking into his house to kill him. And he's using all his toys and skills. It's it's Die Hard. It's Home Alone. You can't beat it. And when Joe Bob showed it, I had totally blanked it out of my mind. And when it came back, I was just like... Yes, this is it. So, you know, you can find it on Shutter, hosted by Joe Bob from their Joe Bob Saves Christmas special. But otherwise, look up Dial Code Santa Claus, aka Deadly Games. 
I love this. Oh, it's it should be the greatest you know cult movie of all time, and very few people know about it. <laughs> wow. Well, see, look at all the fun stuff we have, and now we're just getting to a break. So yeah. we're gonna do our break, and we will be back with more of the Eerie Travels holiday horror movies. Destiny Beard, the lyrical soprano who will haunt your dreams. With her alluring melodies and intricate harmonies, this dark siren of wistful song shall capture your soul and lead you into the night. Check out Destiny's new single, The Haunting Is Over with international musicians Sam Haynes and Gary Bennett, as well as her other musical works at destinybeard.com. Eerie Appalachia. Gear up for a frightful jaunt into the darkest reaches of the ancient Appalachians. Folks deep within the Appalachian hollers lean close to the campfire to share stories of the inexplicable with hushed awe. Monsters rumbling in the hills, strange lights darting through the pitch black night sky, horrible occurrences almost ineffable in their bizarre tragedy. Tall tales, you might say. Tell that to the Flatwoods monster in Braxton County, West Virginia, or the Goat Man of Louisville. Look into his humanoid eyes and let him know you don't believe. What are those apparitions in Mammoth Cave's Corpse Rock or the Satan spawn known as the Jersey Devil? How do you respond when confronted by these mysteries? From the metaphysical energy that swirls near Serpent Mound in Ohio to Point Pleasant's Mothman Legacy, Mark Muncie and Carrie Schultz explore the dark history lurking in the shadows of Appalachia. Read by Mark Muncie, author and experts on strange folklore with appearances on shows such as Ancient Aliens, The Curse of Robert the Doll, and many, many more. And we're back. We're back. Hey, I. you know what I realized? What are some of your favorite holiday snacks to eat while watching holiday horror movies? Oh, geez. I like the caramel popcorn, where it's like the drizzle popcorn. Oh, yeah. Where they put... do, you, do you like it in like the tin of the different flavors with like cheddar and butter too, or just caramel? I like the one that's just the salty sweet. Yo, know, I, I, it's got to have, I like the one that's got the white chocolate drizzle and I like the one with the caramel drizzle. I'm simple. <laughs> and because yeah. I had migraines, everybody used to tell me chocolate would cause you migraines. So I am not a chocolate guy. I won't eat chocolate anything because my brain learned chocolate equals migraines, even though it doesn't for me. We found out later it was epilepsy, but growing Maybe up with that's that. that's causing my migraines, all the chocolate. Damn. That's it learning new things about myself every day there you go but it never did cause my migraines but that's why i uh associate chocolate with migraines so i don't eat chocolate <laughs> which is funny because my uh snack is chocolate um they're yeah, these yeah. little mint chocolate candies andes like my oh, yeah. mom would get them every year and uh i would eat way way too many of them <laughs> I let me think. Uh, I would say, first of all, I love caramel and chocolate um, drizzled popcorn, but I am actually not a huge fan of too much caramel because, for whatever reason, it hurts my teeth. It shouldn't, it's not like it actually causes pain, but for whatever reason, when I eat it, my teeth hurt, which mm -hmm. I'm sure is some uh, weird medical problem. There you go. But I love me a good hot cocoa. 
I'm yes. a huge fan of hot chocolate. I know Mark is too, a huge fan of hot, hot chocolate, but I especially love it when you get a really good like flavored marshmallow to put on or one of those hot chocolate bombs that like you mix it, it explodes and it's got all the stuff in there. I'm a big fan of that. I don't like mar- marshmallows in my hot chocolate. I'm not a big marshmallow person. And every time I tell people that they're like, what do you mean you don't like marshmallows? It's just no, no. But peppermint in my hot cocoa. Love. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm a I'm a marshmallow fan. I love me a good s'mores too. So the other thing for me, I don't know about you guys, and it doesn't matter if it's holiday or not. I love me a good charcuterie board. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. I I'm a love big it. fan of port wine cheese balls too. Oh really? I love those little things. I don't know why that. I be- don't know why either because that I- became my go to <laughs> Christmas snack for forever. Was just get some Ritz crackers and a. And a port wine cheese ball, and, and I'm. The I don't even know what a port wine cheese ball is. What is it? It's, they're, they're, it's you find them in the cheese sections. They're little. They're wrapped. They're like a little ball, and they've got shavings of peanuts or whatever. It's uh, usually pecan shavings on the outside of it, and then you just—it's literally cheese. It's just a ball of cheese, and it's port wine cheese, and you just wow. eat up. It's so good. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of brie cheese as we're going down. I love brie. Oh, yeah. Christmas cheese. There we go. Like melted brie with all the, yeah. Okay. So now that I'm getting hungry. Baked brie with a little bit of raspberry jam. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah. And honey. Yes. Forever. Forever and ever. Okay. (laughs) We got to get back on topic. Got to get back on track with Christmas. Yes. Or holidays. Holidays. Sorry. Holidays. Those that don't even do Christmas, there's still other funds you can have with this. Absolutely. So I'm going to bring up one that is a binge watching of epic experience. Mm. The first one of these delightful movies came out in one of my favorite years, which is 1984, which was the start of a lot of amazing horror movies, just in general. But this one is called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Deadly Night, yes. There are... Not one, not two, but five of these movies. And you kind of technically have to go on the Wayback Machine to 72 to Silent Night, Bloody Night, where this whole premise kind of began. And yeah. that guy inherits a house that was once a mental asylum. And yeah, we can guess where that what that goes with. Exactly, exactly. So Silent Night, Deadly Night, um, we can go back. So that puts six movies. I'm just saying you could spend- Can you, can you give us a brief premise for those of us who haven't seen it? Is for it like Silent a slasher? Night. Yeah. It is. Um, Actually, it's a fun one because a young five-year-old boy witnesses his parents being killed by Santa Claus and it's grows so festive. up and turns into- Dun, dun, dun. So this is the nature-nurture argument we can have on whether or not one's experiences mold one's behavior. So unlike Ted Bundy, this particular young man's experience was due to growing up and having his parents killed one Christmas night by a Santa Claus so then he grows up to become that killer. Dun, dun, dun. And that Full is- Full circle. Yes. Premise of Silent Night, Deadly Night. 
I feel like I've added so many movies to my to watch list from this episode. Oh, from uh, when I'm going to get festive this I, year. I, got, I, I always go, oh, I missed that one. No, and and Mark is in a constant state of giving me things to watch. I have a bunch of stuff to catch up on, but I, I like it when on I'm... Halloween. Yes, so. I still have ones from Halloween. It's fine, but I and some that the listeners gave us that I haven't had a chance to catch up on. Um, and this includes books because Mark literally goes, oh, you haven't read this book? Look, I purchased it for you. So I think I was a, You can't finish a book in a night like I do, but yeah. you know, it's okay. I understand. No, Mark, I can't. Thank you. He has uh, a lot going on, Mark. I do yeah, have a true. lot going on. I, but... I, I, I schedule an hour at night to read and and that's usually enough for me to get through at least half of a good book, so. Oh, but, you're a much faster reader than I am. But anyway, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, it's a binge fest. I suggest you grab your port wine cheese or your charcuterie board or your cocoa or whatever it is that your holiday M&Ms and whatever sparking joy and sit down for an entire day. And just hopefully you will not turn into a craze killer after you watch that. Yeah. One, I'm going to bring up, it's not a horror film. It's a dark comedy, but it is one of my favorite holiday traditions is to watch this movie. Okay. And it helps because it's the film debut of J.K. Simmons and a bit part in this. And it is a movie called The Ref. The Ref. The Ref. I love that movie. It is so great. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, Kevin Spacey. He break. He's a cat burglar. And he's escaping from a crime and he has to take this family hostage while he's hiding in their house. And it's just hysterical because the family is it's in Connecticut. It's at Christmas. And they're super dysfunctional. They are the most dysfunctional family. And then the in-laws come in and make it worse. It's they couldn't be pot. Yeah. These people are so bad. And I just remember he basically bonds with the husband because the wife is so terrible. And <laughs> one point I just remember there's a, there's a line. Oh my God. I always, I always just, I lose it at this line every time. It's the, you know what lady, I'd like to tie you to the back of an effing truck. And she's like, you don't have the balls. And he literally jumps up off onto the chair. He's about to, she's tied to the chair. He's about to do it. And the, the, her husband's like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. And he turns to him. He's like, I effing hate her, Lloyd. <laughs> and Lloyd's like, Lloyd's like, I know. I know. That is hysterical. He's like, what's the matter with you? I thought mothers were sweet and nice and patient. I know loan sharks who are more forgiving than you. <laughs> that was just, that was. That was that was the wine, man. I I just I I will watch that every year. It's just joy. Not a horror movie, but you know, hey, there's crime, there's Christmas. It's it's all good. Well, that sounds <laughs> awesome. I suppose, right? Yeah, I jump it, on it my chair. It is good. It's I'm good. I believe you. Dennis I actually Leary, love I'm Dennis Leary. Yeah, big fan. Big fan. All okay, right. I'm gonna go to 2021. There are two of my favorite things in the world get mixed together, which is the holiday season and vampires. What? Or the movie Red Snow. Red Snow. Uh, I was going to go Dead Snow, which has Nazi zombies attacking us 
ski camp, but it's not Christmas. It just happens to be a vacation. Would 40 days of night day. also count? Because that, that, was... that was the other one. Yeah. 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 No, 40 but days of night, but it, no, 40 days of night is not. Yes. <laughs> there's red snow, holidays, <laughs> vampires, kick yep. ass, cheesiness. It yep. is brilliant. It is, it is really good. It was, it was re, they did, I guess they're doing a sequel or did it already come out yet? I don't think it came out yet, but they, okay. they were doing a sequel, which is sequel. Red Snow 2. I like this one because it's what she's a, she's a novelist. Yes. Right. She's a romance novelist writing a vampire novel. <laughs> it is so meta and so cheesy. It's pretty awesome. You know, that made me think of something though with the novelist. Would we consider misery a christmas movie hmm i i would it has christmas in it but she's there he's there for a long time so yeah it is that, a holiday a movie yeah. but it's funny you brought that up Bo, because i sent it to so um one of my uh one of the fans of the show or friends of the our show here which is um michael Duran from loco duck studios he does all my caricatures that i get signed with right Bo, and um he did a couple that I'm hoping to get signed at the beginning of December on the 6th, which is one with John Cleese in it and one for oh. the Lost Boys. But I was talking to him because he um, did uh, one of the things and I told him, I'm like, this is so great. I think I might be your number one fan. And I said, I'm a huge fan. I don't want to say I'm your number one fan because that could get creepy. And I literally <laughs> sent him the picture of Kathy Bates holding the sledgehammer. Nice. And he was like, that's okay. You can get creepy with me. <laughs> so shout out to Mike at Loco Duck. But, um, okay. So I did Red Snow. Mark, what is your next one? Well, I love A Christmas Carol. I still think Muppets Christmas Carol is probably one of the greatest of all time. But since we're leaning a little more spooky, we have to kind of go with Scrooged. With yes. the great Bill Murray uh, although I still think the best part of that movie is Carol Kane as the ghost. She is, she's the best ghost of the three. Carol and... Kane is so absolutely just, I mean, Bill Murray's brilliant, but Carol Kane is absolutely brilliant in everything she does. Yeah. I, I, I love the Muppet Christmas Carol too, just because of the classic. I got to say for Bill Murray for Christmas, this edges Ghostbusters 2 just a hair, but I do love Ghostbusters 2 as well. But that's more of a New Year's movie. Both good holiday season fun if you want to just enjoy Bill Murray. You know, yeah. Since Bill Murray basically made a movie for every holiday because all you got to do is watch Groundhog Day 12 times. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can throw in a romance uh, movie that is a holiday romance movie that goes along with your Scrooged. Oh, what's that? It's Ghosts of Christmas Past, I think. A Ghost of Girlfriends Past, which it was oh. with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And it has um, oh my gosh, it has so many. It has Emma Stone playing one of my favorite characters, was like the first girl he made out with in the 80s in school. And I guess she died when she was young, but she's got braces and like curly side ponytail and the whole nine yards. But it is uh really sweet like rom-com kind of movie but it's done around the ghosts of christmas past so it's the ghosts of girlfriends past it, it's pretty it's a pretty cute pretty cute movie i'm gonna throw that out there even though that's yeah. not a horror movie and our listeners are going what are the horror <laughs> movies 
Yeah. And speak, um, speaking of romance movies, though, when I was trying to like figure, I was blanking on movies. My husband reminded me about the movie The Christmas Prince, and he was like, "It's actually uh, very scary." And I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. He's, I'm like, "It's a romance movie, right? Like Hallmarky Netflix movie." And he goes, yeah. "Well, it's because it's a country, and all they do." Is living like a like a dystopia where all there is is Christmas. <laughs> and so there I was are like, three Fair of enough. these, by the way, the Christmas are Prince. There, there are actually yeah. three in that series, and it has the girl that plays in Eye Zombie and Ghosts. Um, the lead in both of those is the um love interest in this movie. Yes, but that definitely should go up there because. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to upset fans, but Hallmark movies drive me crazy. Like I don't like them. I'm I not don't. a fan. It's I'm the same story over and over again. Yeah. Well, that's that's that joke that everybody's like, you know, what has you know 14 actors and you know a million followers, you know, one storyline and three directors. Uh, Hallmark. <laughs> 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 People must like them. They made like 300 of them this year. Yep. And our good friend Bruce Campbell does at least three of them every year. <laughs> that's, that's his new, you know, evil He's dad. like, that paycheck is good. Yep. Can't oh, go wrong with that. Yes. I mean, they've done horror movies. Like, what, there's one called The Advent Calendar. There's 13 Slays Till Christmas. Of course, they did the Jack Frost movies. They did uh, so many... Oh man, there's so many Krampus movies. Like I said, we're we'll talk about that another time. Uh, I think they even did a Nutcracker one called like Nutcracker Massacre. I think I saw <laughs> as I was scrolling through Christmas horror movies. I was like, which ones have I seen? Oh wait, oh I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. And uh, then I did discover one that I had to watch immediately upon seeing the title. Okay, 2023 new release from the UK. Werewolf Santa. What? That sounds yes. beautiful. Yes. Santa bitten on Christmas Eve. And a monster hunter Lucy saw him turn into a werewolf. And she's basically got an ice skate. And she's got to save her family for Christmas. So. Oh, wow. Well. It's well, well, as that terrible as you sounds... think it would be. But better than it should be. <laughs> that one sounds absolutely um amazing there is one that came out in 2022 that i feel like everyone should see if they like the original the grinch that stole christmas okay right? or the grinch with um because i love the animated movie and yeah. i think um or scarla come on Yes, and I think that Jim Carrey did an amazing job, and I think they're looking at making a sequel, but he did an amazing job to that, right? But in 2022, there was a movie that came out called The Mean One. I think I so, recall that. In a sleepy mountain town, Cindy's parents are murdered and her Christmas is stolen by a bloodthirsty green figure in a red Santa suit. This makes it me is think of like that Winnie the Pooh like horror movie. They're just taking the rights to things and putting a knife in their hands. Hey, you know, there there are worse things. There are worse <laughs> things. Yes. And believe it or not, this particular film, if you look at the cast, 
um, has a bunch of people everyone knows and loves from previous wonderful horror movies. So if you look, the cast is very much staples of horror movies and it's called The Mean One and it is epic and amazing and just, it literally is the adult version of The Grinch's Christmas with lots of blood. Okay, Mark. Man, I'm getting to the end here. Uh, Me I too. I have about... one more, so you go. Okay, I was going to say, the other one is actually a special and I actually watch it because it's just too much fun. It's not really a Christmas horror movie, but it has fantastical elements. It's not what you normally expect. And that is a movie called Bernard and the Genie. And it's got Alan Cumming, Rowan oh. Atkinson basically playing Ebenezer Scrooge, but a modern day take on it. Alan Cumming worked as an art guy who finds lost paintings. And he brings them to the company and then they, you know, they, oh, the two little old ladies had it in their closet. He finds it, discovers it's worth $12 million and, you know, makes his company money. And Rowan Atkinson fires him on Christmas Eve because he promised to share the money with the two little old ladies instead of just letting the company get the money. And then his finds out his girlfriend's leaving him and his life is just going to garbage when it should be on top. And he finds a lamp is all that's left in his apartment. He rubs it and a genie appears and the genie immediately attacks him and tries to kill him. <laughs> and, and it's yell he's yelling at him in Arabic. And then he's like, I wish I could, you could understand what I'm saying. He's like, no, I can. Your wish is granted. And then he's like, now prepare to die. And I was like, wait, what, what? <laughs> yeah, so that's, and that's how it starts. There's no only three wishes. There's literally, unlimited wishes so they have fun with it it's almost kidsy but it's very a lot of sexy stuff a lot of drug commentary and a lot of other stuff so it is definitely not for kids but it is one of my favorite joys of christmas not a horror film per se but some pretty terrifying things happen in it uh some people die there's some murders wow. uh it's not what your typical christmas special and from the BBC, it's kind of hard to find, but if you look hard enough, you'll find it. And it is hysterical. So, well, that sounds like I love him. So I will have to find that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. So my last one is it's um, a 2017 movie, but the reason I threw it on the list was because it's a smash up of Home Alone and every babysitter slasher movie that you've ever seen. It is called You Better Watch Out. Yeah. <laughs> the name it's, of it's our like, episode, You Better Watch it's Out. It's like every Christmas song lyric could be turned into a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> so You Better Watch Out is <laughs> about, of course, a like 17-year-old girl who's watching, you know, the, the kid and slasher ensues anyway it is it's a very fun one it is again a typical sort of thing but mass cred to them they make a home alone reference in the movie very is the slasher wearing like a santa hat or anything festive um why is he slashing 
why would I give this away, Bo? It gives away some of the. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that means he is. You're just going to have to watch this brilliant representation of. You better watch out. Addie gets the list. I want to throw in real quick. Okay. And that is called the McPherson tape. The McPherson tape? That sounds familiar, but. Okay. So this is, it's a found footage from 1989, and, but it's it's not Christmas. It's more Thanksgiving, I think, since okay. we're kind of stretching a little bit. Uh, that's why I didn't put it on there initially, but I'm like, but I got to bring it up. And it's basically this family get together for the holidays, and this guy's recording it all on a big, giant 80s camcorder. Of course. Style, and weird stuff starts happening as they're basically in the middle of an alien abduction it's i thought it was a christmas celebration but it's actually they're filming a birthday party but it is during the winter ish and there's some like holiday decorations around the house so i was like close enough (laughs) as we established all you need is snow and then it counts well there's no snow but it's they're wearing sweaters and and, and and there's a big table with food on it. So I thought that that would be appropriate. And they literally are being, there's gray aliens running around. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, that's what's going on while they're in their house. They accidentally shoot one with a shotgun and deal with the fallout. Just have fun. It was remade later, I think called Alien Abduction, I think was the remake, but McPherson tape is what the original was. Um, that sounds like something that's right up our alley. I wonder if X has ever watched that. Oh, I wonder. I wonder. That was one of the other reasons why I almost didn't bring it up. Well, be upset um, what now. is the other one, Mark? Since I have fulfilled all of mine. <laughs> uh, that's. I mean, honestly, that was the last one I wanted to bring up. Now, I do have holiday stuff I want to bring up that aren't scary, but I think okay. are must watches. So, so throw those on your your must watch list. Go for it. Yeah. All right. So for my must watch for holidays, I we discussed our you know the one that I talked about. Rare exports is a must watch. Bernard Nagini a must watch. But there's a couple others that aren't spooky, but I still feel get that holiday feel right. Uh, particularly solstice. Honestly, I love Midsummer. As a Christmas I, movie. That's it's, my favorite movie. It feels Christmassy to me. I don't know why, but it's because it's, I guess it's all the Norwegian and the, you know, and that sort of stuff. I tend to immerse myself in that this time of year. And I don't know why it sticks with me so strong with Christmas, but it is a must watch for Christmas. So yeah, it's the exact opposite of Christmas. In yeah, exactly. And that's why time. I have to watch it <laughs> to purge it from myself, I guess. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I don't get it, but I do love it. Now, the special I have to watch every year is one of the old animated specials, and it was done by Rankin Bass. It's okay. done with puppets, and everybody is thinking one of you know the major ones, but it's one that I don't think a lot of people watch because I when I mention it, people go, what? It's called The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. And it's based on the L. Frank Baum novel, so we know it's going to be a little wacky. And in this, the immortals, the 
demon of the winds and the king of the woods and I forget the lady celestria of the fairy queen are all meeting to determine if they should give immortality to Santa Claus. Oh. And we get the origin of Santa done fantasy style. And there's even like, they're not orcs, they're called Aguas. And they go to war in this. And Santa's got a pet tiger that's like his mom. It's this weird, crazy, it's very L. Frank Baum, man. That's just all I can say is watch this and go, what the hell did I just watch? Just I think between that and that cosmic Christmas, I think that was why I was so weirded out by the holidays as a kid. Wow. I'm I'm actually <laughs> there's a song in it speechless. There's a song in it that's just like this really deep dirge as the movie starts. You think it's gonna be this Christmas thing. Da 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 da. Yeah, you know, you're, you're you're thinking Santa Claus comes to town or any of this. No, this is like immortality. Boom. <laughs> just like what? Wow. I gives Chris, yep. a, he gives Chris Kringle an, a magic axe. The god of the woods gives him an axe to go kill these orcs. <laughs> wow. Well, um, I feel like I've learned something here. It is a <laughs> Tolkien-induced nightmare, but you will love it. I feel like you're I just gonna... had a fever dream. Yeah, that's when you watch it, you're going to be like, this is if they made Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and were definitely at Woodstock. And reading The Hobbit while they were there on after taking some pill, some kid handed them. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That is weird. What is another one you want to mention? The the other fun one that I mean that's probably the king. I don't know if I can top that with this. I should have probably led with this other one. Uh, but that would be demonic toys. Ah. Yes, yes. Not a holiday movie, but toys are Christmas, right? I love the demonic toy series from Full Moon, inspired by our our favorite toy, Robert the Doll, and the the author of that was inspired by that. And then the one of the guys watching that is the guy who later makes Child's Play. That's why everybody's like, "Oh, the guy who wrote Child's Play was inspired by Robert the Doll." No, he was inspired by watching demonic toys, which was inspired by this. But Full Moon, they did the whole Avengers thing where they combined all their movies because they had another guy named Dollman who was a cop from another dimension. But when he got sucked to Earth, he was 12 inches tall. And they did a crossover later, Dollman versus Demonic Toys. And then they brought in other characters from other Full Moon movies. When you were a kid watching this, as growing up watching video cassettes, you were just like, what? Yeah, how is Dollman meeting Demonic Toys? This is great. And oh man, so yeah, enjoy those. I think people will, or they'll be horrified by them. One of the two will happen. Well, they brought in Puppet Master would have been perfect. Oh my goodness! Okay, well, travelers, I hope you have enjoyed listening to our epic movie list. I hope you found some things that you hadn't seen, and you can't blame us if you never get that time back watching them. <laughs> and. Um, we want to hear from you. What are your favorite holiday horror movies? Please yes. share those with us and let us know what you think of the ones we told you about. And gang, remember, like, share, subscribe. We're eternally grateful for you. 
Uh, thank you to everyone who's done that and continuing. We are growing leaps and bounds. Keep an eye on our website because we do have the upcoming Patreon. We'll be making announcements through our social medias, but it'll also be up there. We also will be posting all of our appearances. We've got a few coming very early. And if you'd like us to be at an event that you know, we we think we know a lot of them, but I know there's some we don't, you know, reach out to your events and have them reach out to us. We'd love to be there. And with that gang, I think, you know, make sure you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout because we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>